Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome back into the Racket Boys episode numero five. Cannot count in Spanish nor in English. We have Josh Nist, Nick Tadashi, Kyle Scott, and Jake Taylor to debate another two bracket episode. Episode five here. We just got on Spotify a little late, better late than never. Took work the kinks out, but we're here doing all right, boys. The first bracket is best tour mates. Explain this one a little bit, Josh. Okay, so basically tour mates varies from rock bands, musicians, comedians, sports teams, uh, a little like auxiliary categories. Maybe uh, you'll, you'll find out for yourself, so you better stay tuned. But basically it's just who would you rather be on tour with given their antics, their behaviors, the, the thing they're touring for, just any overall factor that could determine why you would want to tour with them is what we're discussing right now. Badowski? We're not talking about taking a safari across the Sahara. We're not talking about going and touring Machu Picchu down South America. We're talking about best tour mates, live concerts, live stadiums, anything. First matchup we've got, Post Malone versus Joe Rogan. Very rich men. Post Malone, easy money. Post Malone. I'm for the Bud Light boys. Let's go, Posty. You know, I like, I don't mind Bud Light. Joe Rogan's a little more up my alley, though. Yeah, well, shout out Joe Rogan here. Post Malone with the easy walk on. I think that was expected. But Joe Rogan, you probably will experience on some psychedelics that he likes to do so well. So if that's your vibe, that's your vibe. But he is, like you said earlier, Josh, a four-year-old man married with children. Our next matchup, we've got Drizzy Drake versus El Presidente, Dave Portnoy, and the Barstool Squad. Drake, easy. I mean, he's... Way, I mean, I mean, granted, money. Drake's just gonna make sure everything's so so much more sick. He's more into the the rock and roll lifestyle of just partying, showing everyone good time. His tours are electric. Dave Portnoy, I mean, you're fly, I mean, you're also flying private and doing all that. But like Drake's just such on a bigger scale. It's gonna be electric every every night. Contradiction time. I'm going Portnoy and the Barstool Squad simply because my one of my problematic habits is degenerately gambling my money away. And there's no better people in this great country we call America at gambling all of their money away or winning lots of money too than the Barcelona squad and Dave Portnoy. Uh, I feel like Dave Portnoy kind of gives out a lot of money that they get to gamble too. Like he gives, a, he like dishes money out to the boys, gives them a couple of G's and stuff to gamble and they uh, yeah, make yeah, content. content. Exactly. exactly. They, they make content. They, he helps them make contact. I, I, you're going to have to kiss Presidente's ass. You're going to have to kiss Drake's ass. I'd rather have fun doing it. Let's go Portnoy. Uh, I'm also going to go Portnoy. Uh, Drake's been famous since he was like 14. Drake's a little more about the boys. Or uh, Portnoy's a little more about the boys, excuse me. Uh, also, he knows where all the best pizza is. That's just a fact. Oh, good, good point, Kyle. And the, the way I go against Drake is like this. He is way too famous for you. First of all, you can't even go out anywhere. It's not like he's buying out the club because he's not like – he, that's just not happening. He is so dang famous. You know how many people Drake has to have on his crew to make a tour go smoothly? Like, you're probably man number 64 on that list that he gives a damn about. Because, listen, you're not making him money. You're not letting him go perform. You're not playing his music. You're not DJing it. You're not driving the bus. You're just his boy there. He's got a lot more to worry about. He expects you to do your own thing. As for Portnoy, like you said, he's more about the boys. Those are the pizzas. You're not going to get – when you walk down – imagine stepping outside your house – and having a plethora of paparazzi taking your picture. That was that's what would happen every single day if you're on tour with Drake. Portnoy, laid back, you can watch sports, you can gamble, you can eat as much pizza as you want. I'm going Portnoy. Next matchup. Woo! 
Woo! The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, versus the President of the United States, POTUS himself, Donald J. Trump. Woo! Ric Flair. Woo! Ric Flair. I'll triple that woo. I'm going Ric Flair simply because Donald Trump, I don't want to hear all the political BS all day. Ric Flair, no politics involved except PMW. Pussy money weed. That's all Ric Flair cares about. <laughs> to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Ric Flair. Ric Flair advances. Mick Jagger and his boys are up next with the Rolling Stones taking on Justin Bieber. Oh, this is an interesting one. I feel this is more about just your taste of music almost. I'm going Rolling <laughs> Stones simply because I want to I wanna tour with guys that are famous for the right reasons as opposed to the wrong reasons. Justin Bieber, he is famous for one reason that he, 12-year-old woman, love him. I don't want to. I don't want twelve-year-olds screaming my name. I yeah. want eighteen-year-olds. I want twenty-one-year-olds. I want thirty-year-olds screaming my name. Some hot mom screaming my name from the crowd, lifting their shirts up legally. Rolling Stones all day. I want to. I want to live that lifestyle. I'm yeah. also going Rolling Stones. I feel. I feel Bieber's is like a worse version of being a uh, part of Drake's tour. It's just all the wrong reasons Shake was saying. That's just Bieber, but times a thousand. Um, I just want to point out. Um, so the best tour mates is in their prime. Okay. Correct. Yeah. When, yeah. Correct. Exactly. When are right, both right. of their primes? Is this right. I would 60s, say Justin seventies Rolling Stones? Is this current Rolling Stones? I would is say this, this is late sixties to early seventies Rolling Stones. I would Stones. say okay. your favorite exactly. Rolling Stones. And then Justin Bieber. Is that this is probably twenty sixteen? This is okay. this is before this is when he came when he fell off the map and then he came back with a huge news that he was touring and made music again. So he's probably this is probably three years ago, four years ago. What was that song with like Chance and DJ Khaled? Is that that era? Oh, era? Uh, actually, no probably like six years ago. No, no brainer. Yeah. All right. So not when he's a twelve year old boy. Is what we're talking about. Okay. So he's a he's a grown. he's grown. He's a grown man. I'm still going Rolling Stones. There's like six of them. They're all bros. We're doing coke. We're smoking joints for like the first time because it's 1965. It's gonna be great. Rolling Stones. Uh, yeah, that's how we have to look at it because. In their prime, the Rolling Stones probably, actually, I know had a lot of hippies there and hippie girls. Kind of gross. I guarantee you, minus the underages at a Bieber concert, those chicks are smoking hot. Mm. And chicks in twenty six and chicks in two thousand fifteen sixteen are much harder than chicks in the sixties. I'll tell you that. Look at pictures if you don't believe me. But touring with Bieber. I don't know. I think that Bieber low-key does – I feel like Bieber's very low-key. I feel like he's done some stuff that we probably have no clue about. I would probably rather tour with Bieber than the whole group of the Rolling Stones in the 60s just because I feel like it will be a little bit more safe. And Okay. See, here's we, my thing. The Rolling we moved Stone. on. Okay. Another rock band here, a little later than the Rolling Stones. Motley Crue versus the Three Amigos, The Amigos. The crew. You gotta go with the crew. I'm torn with the crew all day. It's gotta be the crew. Motley takes an easy dub there. Next up, we've got Hulkamania. Hulkster, Hulk Hogan versus my favorite rock band of all time, Led Zeppelin. Whoa, did I ask, what are you gonna do when the Hulkamania runs all over you? Because the Hulkster's taking this dub. I got Hulk. I need suede. Uh, Led Zeppelin never betrayed Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Miss Elizabeth. I'm going Jimmy Page and Robert Plant every day of the week. I'm also going Led Zeppelin. It's kind of rock bands are a little tough because they just 
go out, rock out on stage, probably off multiple drugs, and immediately after, it is just an absolute drug fest and sex fest after Hulk Hogan. I mean, he was definitely doing some drugs too. Definitely having sex. Definitely just, yeah, definitely ring. Definitely having sex. Recording it more often. (laughs) But with with the the Led Zeppelin guys, all you need to do is have a set of hair, and you're getting laid. You know what I mean? You're just, I'm torn with these guys. Oh, you're getting laid. You tore with Hulk Hogan. You don't have 65-inch pythons on your arms. You're not getting a lick of puss. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going Zeppelin all day. So here's you need sway, Josh? I need, I need sway. All right, here's how I'm going to sway. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. How many, may I get a faction? How many are in the band exactly? Four. Four? Yeah. All right. Those chicks, again, are four dirtier if you think about how gross groupies were back in the day. And I'm telling you, rocking out like that, this may bite me in the ass come rounds to go here in the future, but rocking out like that is a bad lifestyle. I mean, granted, so are doing Roy's and getting drunk every night, but it's what would you rather have? Beat, bleach, blonde hair with a handlebar mustache, juiced up, oiled up, tanned up. You're getting any chick you see. He, at the time, hot take, hot take Jake here, at the time, Hulk, in their prime, Hulk Hogan was bigger than Led Zeppelin was. That's incorrect. <laughs> You're just wrong. I, I'm gravitating more to Led Zeppelin for one reason. If I'm just touring with the Hulkster, all the attention is on him. He's not going to have time for me like you were saying with Drake. Zeppelin, there's four of them. I have I have someone to talk to. I'm, I'm sure at some point they're not going to just be, ah, ah, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. And he's just flexing his muscles. I'm just sitting, sitting there with like an asshole. You, like, don't, you don't think you have enough big muscles? The Hulkster. It's the Hulkster. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a man of reason. But if you really think Led Zeppelin... They're probably not too right in the head. They're not really kind of boys, boys. I mean, to be able to be that kind of musically talented and gifted, things aren't exactly clicking up there. I feel like they're so off. I feel like they're so beyond our comprehension intellectually, like musically, that I don't just feel like we want to relate to them too much. As much as Hulkster, because, you know, Hulkster's about crushing booze, kicking ass, and slamming tail. So They're just, they're going to be a lot better at the time. They're going to be better conversations. You know, they're going to have something to say. If you're talking to Hulk Hogan, he's going to be like, hell yeah, brother. And you're going to be like, yeah, Hulk, what you, would you think about that movie we just saw? Kick ass, brother. You know, like he's going to have nothing of substance to say. And then he's going to flex his 65-inch pythons. What okay, did you wait. ask? I'm, I'm sorry. I have I have a pipe bomb. Are Led Zeppelin real Americans? I was just going to say the same thing. I'm already, I'm swayed. Led Zeppelin's British. British. I want to tour in the motherland. Let's go Hulk Hogan. (laughs) He's a real American, baby. Let's go Hulk Hogan. He fights for the right of every man, not just the four of the band members. Wow. Okay. We're not sipping on tea and scones over here in America. Plus, British girls are whack anyway. We don't want anything to do with them. Next up, we've got the 1992 America's Finest, the National Basketball Association's Finest, the 92 Dream Team versus your boys, and we mean that literally, your bros, your group of bros. Think about it. Think about them. What, how sick would it be going on tour with your bros? All right, here it is. I live with my bros, and I'm already getting kind of sick of it. So when it comes to touring, it's inescapable. The 92 Dream Team, you got to look at it like this. Nobody gives a damn Unless you're Michael Jordan, you can literally do whatever you want. You can be the sixth man on the bench. It doesn't matter. There are so many stars above. I mean, if I'm in, if I'm on the team per se, we're put, obviously putting ourselves in the position here. I am not better than half of those guys. So I know my rule. If I was a professional athlete on that team, I'm running the pine. I'm going out and I'm going to the Olympic 
town village and I'm crushing everything that I can see in sight between the beer and the women and nobody cares about MJ. If you watch the documentary The Last Dance, literally nobody cared about anybody but Michael Jordan. They're walking down the streets of Barcelona and Michael Jordan has a mural as wide as the building is. Just a huge mural of him in a different country, different city. Mike, I feel like you're, you're, you're coasting pretty clear there. I love the boys, but like being with the 92 Dream Team, that's literally a, a dream. Like, I mean, if you're with your boys, you're with you're going to tour with them just on your own, not in a bracket-style what-if tournament. So, like, literally, you just pull in the goddamn jumpsuit. You already know you're winning the gold from the second you get put on the team. You have nothing <laughs> to worry about besides just having fun and just showing your face. Wait, wait, wait. Are we on the basketball team or are we touring with the basketball team? Because as far as I'm concerned, we're not in Led Zeppelin. We're not... We can't be in the ring with Hulk Hogan. We're touring with them. We're just following them around. I would, I would say, and if I, we're being, if we're being honest, these guys on the dream team are not going to give you the light of day. They're probably all egomaniacs. Your boys, your boys, on the other hand, are probably going to try to hang out with you, not give a shit what goes on. You know what I mean? Like, all right. I, I, I think I, I viewed it as like you're not like Larry a part of them, but you're like a part of them. You like, know what like, I mean? Like, like, you're like not, you're not rocking out on stage, but like you're like yeah, like I'm. I'm with, with the boys. With the, yeah. with the boys, okay. You're not a random dude just on the riding the pine. You're like you're with them. You're just not doing what they're doing, but you're still like a part of them. Oh, uh, it's what were you gonna say, Kyle? Alright. So 98, 92 Dream Team is a dream team. Because it wouldn't exist in real life other than in the Olympics. Too many egos clashing. Someone's gotta be the star. It's not gonna work after the Olympics is over. After the tour is over. They're breaking up. You're never talking to them all again. It's like, you know, one and done. Your boys, you're sticking with them for a long ass time. You're through the fucking gauntlet with your boys. 98, 92 Dream Team, just fucking, they're just there to win. All right. Great point, Kyle. I'm swayed. I did, in fact, travel to multiple countries with some of my boys. And it was freaking amazing. So I would definitely <laughs> say the boys. You swayed. We've got, to finish up the first round, we've got Travis Scott versus the Nelk boys. Oh. I'm, I'm going Nelk only because they send it harder than anyone that I know. I'm going Travis Scott because no one was talking about Nelk boys playing the uh, Super Bowl halftime show last year. I gotta go with the Nelk boys. Solely because Travis Scott, he's raging. He has gotten... In lots of legal trouble for inciting inciting riots. He he does like to incite riots in the crowd. I mean, granted, electric as can be, riding a roller coaster on the top of the arena. That is awesome. But milk boys, they are just more for the boys. You're probably going to pull up in a Lamborghini. They're going to rent one out for the weekend. You're going to be literally shotgunning every single drink in sight. The chicks are going to be much harder. I don't think Travis Scott will definitely pull his money... Think about Travis it. Travis Scott, the hottest girl in the world. Travis Scott's not He's renting white. a car either. Yeah, what? That's one. That's You're one. saying hot chicks don't like Travis Scott. That's I, not I, what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm saying the hot if you're Nelk and you touring, I would say Nelk, the best way Nelk would tour, realistically, this is obviously this is not tour COVID. So take it out. They're probably touring college to college to college. I will rather take it four sororities. In Clem from Clemson that I'm partying with that just care. Oh my God, get me on your vlog. Travis Scott's there. Way more dudes than chicks. I guarantee it. I guarantee. When, it. when Juju was here last year, 
every, it's going to be everyone going to him and you're just sitting there like a dunce in the corner. Like, all right. <laughs> well, I feel like that's with every single person on this bracket. That's going to be the situation. If he's Have you really seen the boys on. that are in milk? They don't. They, yeah, they, I, I didn't even say I'm got, pulling for Travis. I've got, I've got three phrases for you. SAFTB, Saturday for the boys. Berta and Full Send. I don't hey. need any. If you promise those three with me on tour, I, I, I can't see me touring with anyone else. I'm going now. Also, <laughs> I was just confused with the reasoning a little bit. I was just I was just jagging everyone, ruffling some feathers. Well, I didn't mean to game up on you here, Josh. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I feel attacked. <laughs> sorry, buddy. We're not trying to tilt. All right, that concludes the first round, so we'll just get straight into the second round. We've got Post Malone versus Barstool Sports and Dave Portnoy. Again, I think sometimes living on the road and rocking out and being like that may get a little bit too rigorous into the fact if it's worth it or if it's not. Posty's a little bit, eh. When it comes to that, for me, I think I'd rather be watching sports, eating pizza, betting my money away, and just laughing with the boys, living in Airbnbs. I don't need a fancy, I don't need no paparazzi. I don't need no fancy hotel. I want the simple Airbnb, get the two TVs uploaded, red zone on one, Steeler game on the other, get me some Iron City in my hand, and get DraftKings out because I'm betting the house. I'm sold. Barstool, oh easy money. Yeah. Easy money. That was an easy lock right there. Wow. I, I was thinking post one off the bat too, and that, that was the mortal lock right there. <laughs> I mean, I accept Barstool wins, but I was going to go post just because, like, that experience, like, I would just love to I feel like a rock star for a single tour. It's not yeah. your whole lifestyle, just one tour of just living. But Post Malone is a pop star. He has a song that says, I'm a rock star. He parts like a rock star. It is called rock star. That's factual. Anyways, Barstool Sports advances, so we're going to move on. We've got a wrestler by the name of the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, taking on the Rolling Stones. Woo! The only stones that are rolling are Ric Flair's across 2,000 girls' chins because you know he's got the most bodies in the WWE. Will Chamberlain doesn't even stand a chance against the Nature Boy. He is crushing it all. He's going out there. He is winning 26 championship. He's a 26-time world champion of the world. Also going Ric Flair. Imagine just walking around a party with a championship belt around your waist. 26-time champion? I believe so, right? It's like 16, but 16? So, yeah, 16. I added 10. Sorry, guys. Oh. Back check. Not a big math guy. Regardless, big number. That is most big of all time. Time for the most of all time. Yeah. Also, if, I'm thinking, if, I, if I don't want to, if I'm I'm want to tour Rick and party, Flair. I'd rather tour and party in the 80s and 90s than the 60s and 70s. I don't know. I just feel it's more fun, more freedom. More, I will say this more, about the Stones. More of a wild side. As Austin Powers once said, nothing but swingers back then. But <laughs> I guess Ric Flair found his fair share of those in the 80s and 90s. So Ric Flair advances. Which brings us to our next matchup. We've got another wrestler by the name of the Hulkster Hulk Hogan versus Motley Crue. See, Motley Crue is from America, so... Take me to the top, the crew, baby. I'm, I'm going crew. I'm also going Motley. They're too exciting. The crew. Motley Crue advances, which brings us to a, a battle of the boys, a bro off, if you will. To close out the second round, we've got your boys versus the Nelk boys. All right, I got it. 
I got it. I got it summed up for you right here. The boys don't know how to handle it. I'll tell you, the boys won't know how to handle a tour. The Nug Boys can handle all the logistics of it. They've been to the dance before. They've toured before. They've been famous before. They got the vlog team. They got the people to edit the videos. Doesn't matter. You're with them. You're having a good time with your boys. Knowing us, not gonna lie, with our boys now, we kind of have to carry the ship. We kind of have to write the sails. You know what I'm saying? We're kind of in charge of the boys at this point. I don't want to be in charge. I want to be living it. I want to be having fun. They can do the work. Let me have the fun. Sold. I couldn't have said it better myself. Sold. I couldn't have said it better. All right. No. No advances. We are down to the semifinals. We've got four left. First match of the semifinals. We've got Barstool Sports versus Ric Flair. I'm going Ric Flair. Woo! That's going to be the sound of me sitting on the couch watching sports with Ric Flair. And afterwards, I'm getting laid. <laughs> DMW, baby. <laughs> and our second semifinal matchup, we've got Motley Crue and the Nelk Boys. Nelk Boys can't shred a guitar like the Motley Crue can, baby. Motley! I'm also going Motley Crue. I went... Supermodels in my parties. I don't want. I don't want porn star models in my parties. I want Lana Rhodes in my parties. I want Pamela Anderson in my parties. Motley Crue all day. Motley Crue, and I guarantee if we ask the Nelt Boys, they would rather be on tour with Motley Crue back in the day. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Good for point. Sure. Move them on. They're they're all about the sand. You know it. Which brings us to our championship matchup. We've got Ric Flair versus Motley Crue. Wrestler versus Rock Band. Fre both fresh out of the late '80s, early '90s. This is. I guess it's the prime era of sending it, because obviously they're the best tour mates so far. Gentlemen, what do we think? I want to be on stage. I've seen videos of Nikki Six just taking handles of Jack Daniels, just throwing it in the crowd, dumping it on his head on stage, while he's playing guitar, next thing you know, behind his back. Vince Neal's screeching into the mic. You got Tommy Lee on drums, and Mickey... Playing the bass. I mean, you can't beat that. I'm not doing hair with Nikki Six after. Don't get me wrong. I'm not in the opioids, but I'm into everything else. I don't even care with Ozzy Osbourne licking his own piss, snorting his up, snorting a line of ants. I'm running through the hotels naked, banging on everybody's door, smashing every TV in sight. They don't have credit cards back then. The crew. The crew. I mean, these party way harder than Ric Flair. And there's four of them, not just one dude. He wants to be stuck with just... It's a bromance with Ric Flair compared to the crew. Here, Kyle, I see you contemplating heavy. Yeah. I'm going to convince you yeah. with one quote. I'm also thinking... Yeah. And a Motley Crue quote. It's the same old situation with Ric Flair. The same old ball and chain. You're only worried about tail. If I'm with Motley Crue, I'm worried about trending. I'm worried about making records. I'm worried about how much blow I'm going to be doing afterward. Dis disclaimer, we don't actually do hardcore drugs. See... What is Molly Crew's stance on uh, Pussy Money Weed? They get a lot of the first one. They get even more of the second one than Flair did. And, and the weed, why Why have weed to mellow you out when you got everything else to make you go crazy? Woo! I'm, I'm still I'm, going Ric Flair. I'm sold on Molly Crew. I'm which sold on the crew. Which outnumbers Ric Flair three to one. Therefore, by the way of the bracket... The winner is Motley Crue, the best tour mates of all time. You heard it here first. The be all say all b -b 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 bracket. Bracket boys getting all things right, no things wrong. Motley Crue, best to tour with, I think. 
That's a pretty good option. I think the fans might be in agreeing with us listening here. And if you don't like it, watch The Dirt one time and come back here and listen to us again, please. Exactly. So stay tuned for the next bracket, which will be best sports position to play. And back into part two of episode five. We just finished up best crew to tour with where Montley crew took the W over Ric Flair, the nature boy. And now we are here to give you a winner in best sports positions to play. So I think it's pretty self-explanatory. So let's just get right into it. All right. We've got starting off the NFL quarterback, obviously a one seed, pretty swaggy position versus an Olympic swimmer. You got to get a quarterback. I mean, there's not even much to talk about why it's self-explanatory itself. Also going quarterback. I can name 30 quarterbacks. I can name two swimmers. Well, I'll tell you, the only bad part about being an NFL quarterback is that unless you're good, everybody hates you. So I'll save that for later on. Next up, we've got pro wrestlers versus NFL wide receivers. That's an interesting one. Oh, pro wrestler. We, if you just listened to the last episode, we're flying high on the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. If you, if you want to, would you rather tour with a pro wrestler or an NFL wide receiver? Hmm, let me think. A pro wrestler, you don't get tested for drugs. You don't get tested for being out with too many women like you do if you're a wide receiver. You don't have to answer the protocol 24-7. I'm right, going pro wrestler. I'm swayed too. Pro wrestler. I was gonna think about as wrestlers, they get the shit beat out of them. So do wide receivers and anyone yeah, in the NFL. I was, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like pro wrestlers, yeah, you get beat up for a little bit. You get in the ring for like 20 minutes, unless it's a big match, like 20 minutes tops. Fake fight a dude. Whereas in the NFL, you are literally running across the middle of the field with your life on the line. Linebackers are taking cheap shots at you, DBs are taking cheap shots at you. No cheap shots here in pro wrestling. Except that dirty boy, Ric Flair. I'm going pro wrestlers. <laughs> Next up, we've got a soccer striker versus a tennis player. Oh, a little bit of foreign action here. I mean, soccer's not too big here in America, but I'm going striker the soccer. I'm going tennis just because I love playing tennis way more than striker. I feel it's a lot more of a, a fun activity, fun sport type of deal. And there's plenty of tennis players that are just gods. Like, we're in America, we don't give up. F about tennis, but like we know Federer, we know Nadal, we know that other. So we know two. I mean, so you pers- know two. Me, me personally knows two. Renee Lacoste. So we know three. Djokovic. Djokovic. That's who I was thinking of. That's who I was thinking uh, of. Serena and Venus Williams. It's not about who you know. It's about what you want you rather be. And I'll tell you, I would I'd definitely rather. rather be I'd rather be a soccer striker because one, I can definitely relate with my teammates way better. I'm sure my priorities are way higher when I'm a soccer striker. You could be literally 18 years old, coming straight into a league as a superstar, getting paid millions of dollars. Tennis player, you gotta make, you gotta earn your way up the ranks. You get signed straight up the bat as a soccer striker. You are a millionaire the second you turn 18. If you are a good tennis player, you get to pick what kind of field you play on. You have like options. It's not okay. You're playing here. You're like, no, it's clay. I want. I don't play on grass. I don't play on whatever. And you're like, I'm playing you. If someone. Wants to play, you can, no, I'm not going to do that because I know I'm the best. As a tennis player, you, if you're a good tennis player, you're the best tennis player because no one else cares. Yeah. And you can just decide 
that you're the best. Here, here's how I have to view it. If you're te- first of all, tennis is more of a leisure sport. That's why all the old people do it in country clubs. Also, it's more of a leisure like than one sport. And if you're – I don't necessarily like the individuality and the individualism of a tennis player. Like you are – everything is on you 24-7. You have a manager that's so much pressure on you to perform. If you underperform, it's nobody's fault but your own. If you're a soccer star, you don't mean to t- you want to tell me you're living in Spain playing soccer. Let's okay. Let's let's act like we're Christian Pulisic, the one of the be- the best soccer player in the United States right now, who played in Dortmund, Germany, one of the greatest freaking soccer teams as a striker. Flew his private jet to go to Hershey, PA, local boy, to go to a senior prom. And then he flew his jet to Kansas City and scored both goals for the United States Olympic team. And then he flies back to Germany and makes millions of dollars. That's what you do when you're, you're a soccer striker. When you're a striker on a soccer field, the whole team, you act as one. But the goal is to get the ball on your feet. That's the whole goal of the game. You're not necessarily running back and forth at the midfield. You don't have all the pressure on you to stop with the defenseman. You are staying up cherry-picking, getting the ball, and putting in the net. You get all the glory. Strikers get all the glory. As a soccer striker, exactly. You get all You get all the fame. You get the sick. You get to score sick goals nonstop. You get to sell you as hard as you want. You can't even knock it. You can't even hit the tennis ball without getting disqualified at something. Like, if you hit the tennis ball at a ball girl like we saw Djokovic do a couple weeks ago, you literally get DQ'd for no reason. Soccer striker, you selly as hard as you damn want. You're, it's on your time after you score a goal. Yeah. You can't even talk smack if you're playing tennis. You get a freaking foul for it. Wait. She hit she hit a ball at, at he a did. ball. Joke. He hit a yeah. ball at a ball girl and then got DQ'd for no reason. Well, no, he didn't see the name. He just hit the ball and she was standing there. Mm-hmm. Is what it said. Oh, he like hit a line drive too. It was like it was like obviously it, was like, it, hit, it had see, some force behind it, but like it hit her in the neck. <laughs> like soccer players are cool. Would do you want to play soccer? Do you want to be running yeah. up and down the soccer field for the whole hour and then if for you're not running up and down the soccer field? You're running half. If you're strike, see specifically if you're a striker, you're only running half the field. See, but as a tennis player, you're running like twelve feet. I would and say you just get to yell and hit a ball a bunch. And you, okay, tennis players don't even play that much. A, a soccer player plays like a regular sports season. There's not a season in tennis. And it's like tournaments. You can contradict this by saying that tennis players play for their country every single time they take the court because they, you know, they have a little nationality flag next to their mm-hmm. next to their name when they play. But for a soccer striker, you can be part of a club team, score two goals, have an entire city absolutely adore you, love you. The next week, you're across the, the across the world playing for your home country, the entire nation's rallying behind you. And after it's all over, you come back to your club team where they still adore you. Yeah, that's a great point. I would say the World Cup is the most watched sporting event in history. Literally about a quarter of the population in number-wise. I don't really know how many, but a quarter of the population, the world population, tunes into soccer. Soccer is much bigger than just... It's the biggest sport in the world. So if you're a soccer striker... So really just scoring a goal in the World Cup is probably the sweetest thing you can do as an athlete. Oh, yeah. Probably. All right, next we've got NFL punter versus NHL center. I'm going NFL punter. Punter. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> an NFL punter would be sick, but I think just being in the NHL in general would be nice. So I have to go NHL strictly for the league, strictly for the league. I'm very biased, in my opinion, and like we're we're close to the hockey team at our school, and just seeing like just how they interact, how like the the locker room banter is like that just seems so much more fun. Like I'm sure like the football players like they have a, a different like a football themed variation of that. 
Like you're a punter. Like, I feel like you're gonna get shit from like the quarterback. Like, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people who's jagging you solely for your position. But if you're the center, you're like the main dude. You get the respect. Like you get. I don't know. I just think a lot more fun. Let's look at from a financial viewpoint. As a average Joe NHL center, as as a starting NFL punter in the league, you're probably getting paid about the same amount of money. You know what I mean? Like you're probably getting paid like two two mil a year, maybe like one two mil a year. That's typically what you're getting paid as an NHL center. As an NFL punter, though, you come onto the field only to kick a ball. That's your only duty is to kick a ball, make a tackle if you need to. As an NHL center, you need to dangle around giant. NFL def- or NHL defensemen who are towering you by half a foot, really ready to rock you off your skate at all times. You have to be high alert as an NFL punter. You literally just sit there, take a snap, punt it, get off the field. You're good. Here's how. I, here's how. Here's how I feel. And you make more money doing. And you make just as much money doing it. And no CTE. CTE is well, much bigger good. in football. But here's here's where my standpoint. If you're in the NFL and you're a punter, you are extreme. I only know this because I listen to Pat McAfee. You are extremely segregated. And football is extremely as much as it is a team sport. You are very, you are very segregated from the rest of the team. So like the offensive lines, they're all boys. They're always together. The quarterbacks are together. Sometimes with the offensive line, the wide receivers are boys. The the the, the D line are boys. The the special teams unit are boys. At hockey, you're all one. You're all for the team. The team runs through you. Your center. You now in the hockey, the center is the most important. Now it is. To modern hockey is the most posi- important position on the field. It's like you're talking about the soccer striker. The whole arena is there primarily for you. If you're a punter, you- here's what my dad used to say, and I know he's just this: if you're if you punt this ball into the into the end zone and get a touchback, I'm punching you in the throat. That's what he would always say. If you're a, like, if you're the coach and you punt into the end zone, you know how many punters punt in the end zone? That's not their job. They mm-hmm. suck at it. They literally suck. They get paid yeah, millions of dollars to do it though. <laughs> I feel like if you're a punter though in the locker room, like you're gonna look down upon just because you're not the quarterback, you're not like whatever. And well, like I feel like I feel that would uh, get to me a little bit. I don't, don't want to feel like I'm one of the the main guys like, on a hockey team. Like everyone, I mean, you get ragged if you're so and so, but like I feel like everyone's just like you're the center, like they got your back. If you're a punter, you're gonna they're gonna have some uh, d bag, big fucking wide receiver, probably like who the fuck's this douchebag get out of my way or something like that. I don't know. I've never been in a football professional football locker room, so I'm not sure how it goes down. But I feel like I would want the respect from the fans and my teammates and being paid millions. I feel if you're a yep. punter, you're just like a, another guy. I'm sweet. You're just another guy as an NHL center, though, too. Your wingers could be your best. You're, you could have two beautiful, like, beauty of wingers on your, on right next to you. And like, and you're going to make them. They're not beauties unless you make them wingers. Picture this. Set, set All right. Up. No, I'm because I'm swayed. Because, Josh, you swayed me. When's the last time you were like, damn, that's a good punt? What do you mean? You watch a football game? No, not Actually, if you're on a winning team, you don't punt. You know what I'm saying? You don't really do your job. That's fine with me, too. I'm still getting dollars <laughs> I just think you need to have a little... Uh, you, as long as you have a little charisma, you can fit into any locker room. Marquette King, for instance. I think that you could... Regardless, it's over. <laughs> NHL Center advances. Next up, we've got MLB Pitcher versus NBA Point Guard. Pitcher. I'm going Point Guard. I'm going Pitcher. What'd you say, Kyle? Pitcher. Mm-hmm. I want a pitcher, not a belly itcher. Uh, and that's what a point guard is to me. Pitchers are the coolest. Probably, the, I would say, the coolest. Pitchers came and hit the position. damn ball. That's not what they're for. If you're an NBA point Their guard. Their job is to literally make the ball not hit the bat. So just because they do it the whole time isn't their fault. Yeah. If you're, sure. if you're an NBA point guard, I guarantee you're not the best player on the team. Unless your name's Stephen Curry or... 
Damian Lillard. I guarantee you, there's, you will not find another single point guard in the National Basketball Association that is the number one player on their team that is not Damian Lillard. But or seven if you're a pitcher, you couldn't even be the best pitcher on your team. How many pitchers are on a... In a you're telling me Garrett Cole's not the best pitcher on his team. No, I'm just saying, you couldn't even be the best pitcher among all the other pitchers. Well, yeah, you pretty you can usually. There's the best pitcher on every that's team. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could just be a, a well, Joe Schmo pitcher. And if you're the Joe Schmo pitcher, pitcher, people are going to chirp the shit out of you. Everyone's like, oh, shit, he's pitching. Like, this asshole's pitching. And then if you're, even if you're a good pitcher and having a bad game... The entire goddamn day, you just fucking right, yap, 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 yap okay. here. I feel oh, like this guy's on the on the wood. Gee, God damn it! Put some other fucking point guard in instead. This guy sucks. The same thing. Happens. Yeah. Well, picture this. Nothing. Picture this. Practicing, running around every single day, remembering all the plays you have to call, facilitating the ball, running up and down the court all game. Or pitching one every five days, making millions of dollars, sitting in your ass, chewing bubble gum, chewing, right. spitting right. this. Right. I'm swayed. I'm swayed. Or you can be Justin Verlander, be banging uh, Kate Upton, dude. And then she models with um, what the Atlanta Falcons or the Atlanta, Atlanta Braves? Braves. The Braves. Anyways, next matchup we've got a UFC fighter versus an MLB center fielder. I'm going UFC fighter all day. I'm going MLB center fielder. Center fielder. I'm knocking the shit kicked out of me for a living. No. You see. If I'm a fighter, I'm kicking the shit out of you. I'm not the one getting my ass beat, Josh. That's a different mindset. I'm whooping ass, baby. Dog eat dog world. Even McGregor gets his ass whooped. No, no, he doesn't get his ass. When was the last time McGregor has ass whooped? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the biggest fight. His he got, his, he got wrestled. He didn't get his ass whooped. He got submit by Diaz. No, by uh, he did get his ass whooped by, by Diaz. Oh, Khabib. Khabib did. Khabib, yeah. I'm just saying, Submit. like, as a my, wrestling, as my it's a wrestling. career, mm-hmm. you're not a fight. That's not a fight. It was a wrestle match. Didn't he lose to like Pacquiao or? Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, if you're a fighter, yeah. you're gonna get. Po- no matter how good you are, besides Mayweather, if you're a fighter, you're getting clobbered in the goddamn face. Okay, imagine. No matter how legendary you are, you're getting clobbered in the face. It's such a. It's literally just CT. Right. I just figured you're just I, living a no. healthier, safer life, getting paid more, unless you're literally the top, the, unless you're the cream of the crop. You're making more as a center fielder. If you're. No offense to baseball players. If you're a center fielder, you're a pussy compared to being getting paid to be a B A M F. Good news for you, Joe DiMaggio. You're a pussy. Good news, Mickey well, Mantle. I'm just else. saying it's just not a healthy career. Trout. And you could have said this about NFL punter, but being an MLB outfielder in general, let alone center fielder, is a boring ass job. Like you literally just sit in the outfield. You have to be alert at all times. You sit out there for 10 minutes to 15 minutes at a time. Waiting, praying to God a fly ball comes to you. As a UFC fighter, the action comes to you, and the action goes right back to your opponent. Then you want to be a punter, and that's pretty boring compared to. A I just, fielder. I literally just said that. At least the oh. NFL, at least the NFL punter gets to do something though. MLB center fielder, you might not get a ball hit to you all game. Yeah, but you do get, you do get guaranteed chances to hit. And if yeah, you're a center fielder, you should be able to hit. You get guaranteed chances ball. to hit here too. You get every <laughs> chance in the world to hit here. UFC fighter. Well, I mean, do you sometimes? All you right. just get. Unless you clobber right some out of the game. Getting cl- it's I mean, it could happen to anyone. It, it could definitely happen to you. I mean, but every Joe Schmo can hit one out of a hundred baseballs. Would you rather? You know? Okay, would you? You've rather, got a way better chance of succeeding you, as an MLB center fielder, even for a short amount of time, than you do have winning one fight as a UFC fighter. Would you rather walk around as a two-time fucking champ, or would you rather rather walk around as a World Series winning, World Series MVP center yeah. fielder, World Series MVP? Wait, okay, who's the last that the greatest ever doing that? that's different compared to just a regular fighter? Would you rather be Mike Trout or Conor McGregor? 
Well, I'm just saying. Mike Trout the, I'm not saying. I'm just saying like the, the greatest to ever MLB do it. Is to make, being McGregor would be fucking awesome. But I'm just saying like if you're just one of the guys just fighting for a title shot. I mean, also if you're a UFC fighter, it doesn't even matter how good you are. They're gonna pick the title shot based off who make, comes Dude, in the most ratings. There was an MLB center fielder literally signed by the Pittsburgh Pirates this year, and literally he literally came out in the press and said the only reason that he signed as the Pittsburgh Pirates starting center fielder this year is because he couldn't get work anywhere else. Well, you're talking about the, okay. one of the shittiest well, organizations in baseball. Pirates. We're yeah. talking about the UFC, the greatest. I'm saying in Heinz, in the streets. Comparative. If you're looking comparative, I'd say you're definitely more likely to be in the eyes of fans rooted for as a UFC fighter than you are a center fielder in, base, uh, in baseball. Like people can bet on you. You can bet on yourself. Like you can gamble on yourself. You can win a bunch of money. Back in the day, dirty money's good money. You know, you were racking in the. Racking in, you could take, all right, yeah, punch me in the face. I'll fake get knocked out, win a bunch of bread, show me the money. You know what I'm saying? If you're a center fielder in baseball, okay. let's, let's think about this too. The coolest thing you could do as an MLB center fielder is either hit a home run or rob a home run. The coolest thing you could do as a UFC fighter is Jorge Mazda ball it, run across the damn octagon at Ben Askren, knee him in the face, KO first round, first five seconds of the fight. Yeah, That's bad. If you right. saw me this weekend, you know I'd be getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> you can either. Punch a dude in the face or knock a fucking 101 mile per hour fastball right at the letters 2 3 2 pitch over the fucking center field fence, bottom of the ninth in the seventh game of the World Series. You can do that too. All right, here's, here, here's how I'll do it too. Baseball's temporary. Listen, it might be America's pastime. I guarantee you, when we're old, it ain't gonna be. UFC and fighting has been around since the dawn of time. And now you can get, tell me, you can get paid to UFC's do so. UFC's not been around since the dawn of time. It's fighting such, it's such a new sport. If we're talking about UFC, it's also though, incredibly ultimate fight. Well, it, it, it's basically street fighting. Don't we're like talking about it. UFC, though. We're not talking about other variations of the sport. There's a lot more people, I think, that actively don't like UFC than people that actively hate Baseball, like a lot of people, are like eh, I don't really care about baseball. That's in America. That's nobody, 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 saying, McGregor, nobody in Russia. Dude, dude nobody in retirement. Dude. He says it's not like he already made his money. It's not the need to fight anymore. Exactly, exactly. Baseball, people just do it for the love dude, of the baseball, game. Dude, you're only famous in the city you're in if you're the center field. Half the time, I couldn't even tell you the Los Angeles. Uh, they're the okay. Name me the they're the World Series final right now as we speak. Name me the Tampa Bay Rays center fielder. But name me. But you know what Russia could do? Name me the fighter who's representing his country at UFC fight night. Fight night. His name is Kevin Kiermaier, Jake. Kevin Kiermaier. But it's only it's only relevant in the city that you're from. If UFC well, fighting, you're famous from around around the world. There's UFC fights on a monthly basis. I guarantee, if it's not a big name guy, nobody in this room is gonna know who's just fighting. Nobody on a- in this room. It's in, it's it's it, the same with soccer. None of us are gonna know about soccer, but it's it's international. UFC is international. And I'm saying there's so center many fielder is much. not a D lineman on the. Indi- Indianapolis Colts, dude. People know center fielders. Only rather, in America. Would you rather... Okay. So? Here's my question. Would I'm you saying on, UFC, you're reckoning more money. Yeah, would you I'm in America. Would you rather be on UFC main event pay-per-view or would you rather be on FS1? Dog and shagging fly balls in the outfield. Come on. There's no... I don't even know what's the point right now. With your eight boys, boys on like the center fielder isn't even a There's weekly UFC fights. But no one gives a fuck because it's just like... Not the biggest same with baseball. Baseball has all the same argument. So how are you basing? I'm not paying that. You're saying that. You're the one saying that. He's saying if it's the biggest pay per view, we'd rather be doing that or shagging fly balls on our. I'm saying I guarantee you, if you are if you if you are the fight of the night on a Saturday night, you are getting more views and more ratings in the entire world than you are in the World Series. Okay, I guarantee it. Look, 
we're kind of at an impasse here because we're just going to keep saying the same thing. This has been repeated. Here's here's something. Would you rather be one-on-one with another dude, another sweaty shirtless dude in a cage or on a field with eight of your bros... Fucking having fun for three hours and then going in the oh, locker room having fun question. for the rest and of the night. Also, you already moved the MLB position on. You'd rather, probably rather be a pitcher than a center, fi- center fielder. I'd be happy with either. Oh, yeah. Center fielder is not even a top three coolest position you can play in baseball. Anyway. I and agree. Also, also, I think we're also forgetting the fact that if you're a fighter, your life is so goddamn regimented and strenuous and you're just constantly training your entire goddamn time. Dude, do you time. know how competitive it is to be on an MLB team? There's like Dude, they have so many. There are 90 guys in an organization. There's probably it's less 20, big it's UFC a 26 fighters. Man roster. That's what I'm saying. It's probably much. It's much there's, more competitive. The, to big, get in. the biggest fights. The fight card is very slim. There's like and what? That's, you know, eight the, the important ones. But you only like, fight three times a year. Yeah, if you're so, playing 182 okay. games a would you, season, would you rather play 162? Would you rather play 162 games in the middle of summer in the stroking hot heat, nonstop? It's literally your livelihood, your entire summer. No vocations, no shit. Uh, or would you rather fight in an octagon three times a year, mano y mano, look some dude square in the fucking face, and tell you, I'm going to kick your fucking ass and there's nothing you can do about it. And then when you do it, you'll win the money and you take a three-month vacation. You literally are like a a real-life pro wrestler. It's like a non-fictional, real-life pro wrestler. You go to the press conferences, you talk all the shit you want, you swear up with the dude, size him up, and then literally okay, go I'm, to the... I'm just flip a coin, flip a coin, flip a coin, flip a coin. I'm not swaying shit. We are so sorry me goddamn COVID. Well, don't joke about that. All right, next we've got PGA golfer versus a soccer goalie. I'm going golfer. 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 Goalies have to carry their own shit. And to close out the first round, we've got the Major League Baseball designated hitter or an NBA center. I'm going designated hitter. I'm going DH. DH, baby. Stinger hitting. All right, that concludes the first round after a very tense first round. Very intense. (laughs) We'll move on to the second round. NFL quarterback or a pro wrestler? I'd say specifically WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Football's real. Debatable. 100% debatable because it's definitely fixed. But I could be swayed, but I'm going to start off with my stance being a quarterback. I'm going to a quarterback. I feel wrestlers, besides like like John C. and them, you live a depressing life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I don't want to be like a local wrestler on public access TV in Oklahoma City. You know, well, we're talking about WWE, but still, yeah, like a superstar. But if you're still in the WWE, what are you doing? I still want to say if that the NFL, an NFL quarterback is definitely. I would say an NFL quarterback is as depressing of a job as anybody else has. Like, I don't care if you listen to Aaron Rodgers talk. The dude can't do anything right. He's been won a Super Bowl, two-time MVP, has a winning season. Ninety percent of the time he plays. And he is getting absolutely shit on by the press every single game. He makes one bad throw. Dude, Aaron Rodgers, probably the greatest quarterback of our generation, talent-wise. He played like shit one game. Hmm. And next thing you know, he has to answer questions about why he's so bad at the sport. Is he falling off? Is he too old? Is he too this? Imagine doing that. Hmm. Imagine being like, I show up and I ball out every day and I still get shit. Like, but then if he goes in public, he gets worshipped. That's wrong. No. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I say, I think if you walk, any, Dude, if you're NFL in, if I'm a Packers fan, like, I see Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna be fucking well, hysterical. Well, as a Packers fan, I can. Or if you're just a football that. fan, you're like, holy shit, that's Aaron Rodgers. You know, mm-hmm. all the negative heat you're gonna think it's gonna go out the window. Like, holy okay, shit, what's your Baker Mayfield? 
That's what if you're Dan Orlovsky? I feel like even what if you're Case Keenum? What if you're Kirk Cousins? Okay, well if you're some what if you're Dwayne Haskins? Like, that's, that's, like like that's like asking that's that like guy's asking, better at football. That's like asking though what that, like a jobber like what's it like yeah. Yeah. a jobber walking on? Yeah, the yeah, no, here's how there's more there's more failed QBs than there are successful ones. There are more failed pro wrestlers than there are successful. Way more, way more. Dude, you mean to tell if me you, there are high school quarterbacks number one rated out of no, at we're high school that people make it to the league? That's what I'm saying. There are more okay. people make it to the Jay, WWE. If you don't ratio make, wise, if you don't make it to the NFL, you have way more options than if you don't make it into the WWE. <laughs> you can do AFL. You can do uh, arena football. You can do uh, fucking Canadian football. Hey, it moved on. Oh, oh you oh. did. NFL quarterback advances, oh. which moves us on to a uh, soccer striker or an NHL center. I think I'm going to stick with soccer here. I'm going to striker soccer as well. I'm going to go NHL because it's basically the same thing, but you're also on ice. Debatable. I would say NHL solely because I'd rather play hockey than soccer. But if we're not talking about actually enjoying the sport, I would say striker. So We're talking about the whole thing here. I think uh, you can party as much playing both sports. Depends what club you play for. You make more money being, you make more money being a striker. It's an easier position. You have less pressure on you. And, you're, right, and you're still the face of the team. You've convinced me. Striker right. it is. But next match we've got MLB pitcher versus UFC fighter. Jesus Another Christ. MLB matchup versus UFC okay, fighter. Dis- I would not want to be an MLB pitcher, so I'm getting UFC. D- dis- disclaimer here. We apologize to everybody whose eardrums might be blasted right now because we are screaming at each other. This is the, <laughs> definitely the most heated of the episode so far. I just want to put that out there. I think we're not talking about partying, having a good time, or... Um, our masculinity really bumps it up. Yeah. Especially talking about sports. <laughs> That's definitely it. I'm MLB also, pitcher. MLB pitcher. I'm going UFC fighter. Like, I, I literally went UFC because I wanted to avoid the last hell hell of the first round. So you're going MLB pitcher? Or? I don't want to keep being fucking wishy-washy. But... All right. Let's just uh, simply state I, the points okay. quick and concise. Pitchers, Kyle. pitchers are just so cool, dude. Okay. I don't think pitcher. I mean, okay. So, Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, Roger Clemens. None of those guys what? are cool. Here, here's my point. Two of those dudes Kyle, didn't I'll, do it. Cool, Kyle, I'll help you out. More money. More less work. I disagree. More with money, that. less working out. And you're the you're you're no matter what, you're on the mound. You're the face of the TV. And you got your boys. And your long ass name on your back. People know who you are. I I'd say when, much tougher to get to the UFC. When I when I think of a sports superstar, the top of their class, just absolute like a uh, like a straight uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a heel. It for it, for instance in pro pro wrestling. Like a anyways, I think you have I think NFL quarterback and I think UFC fighter. I think UFC fighters just like can express their personalities in so much so many different ways that other sports can. That like I think it'd just be so cool being a UFC. Player. You could literally just be yourself, not to give a damn what the media thinks about you. When you're a pitcher, you're getting you're getting shit on if you have one shitty game. Like Garrett Cole, he got rocked in the NLDS. I guess that would be got absolutely rocked, getting shit on yeah, for days. Yeah. Kershaw gets rocked one time in the NLCS. Oh, Kershaw's lost it. He can't do shit in the postseason. Blah 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 blah. UFC didn't fighter? do shit in the postseason no, I can't for wait. fifteen I hate years. Same thing quarterback. I hate. I hate to be the guy bringing in Google for my sources, but I keep hearing UFC fighters make more money. McGregor obviously makes way more money than we can fathom, but according to the street lifestyle, 
The average salary of a UFC fighter is $138,000. Wow. Okay, here's, here's the deal with the UFC. The UFC, when you make it to the UFC, you made it. That is the that is that's like the league, mm-hmm. right? The UFC is the league. So at the same time, it's just like working your way up in any other sport, in my opinion. And the compensation rate, I feel, is just I think it's equal. Like in, in hindsight, MLB rakes in more money, so you're going to get paid more solely because the organization makes more money. Odds, that's reasonable. Odds are you are more likely to make. To the MLB by age like 25, 26 is an MLB pitcher, though. Whereas at a UFC fighter, as long as you're just, I mean, like typically you don't become relevant to your what, like 20, if you've been in for a while, like 23, 24. Yeah. But like, and even if you're an MLB pitcher, like you have the chance of literally go out there throwing one bad game and you're right back down to triple A, right True. back to irrelevancy. Well, if you Whereas lose, like, like, you're still fighting row at UFC, like you're pretty much out there. Are you saying you are you saying a pitcher then? I'm going pitcher. I'm going pitcher. I'm, I'm, gonna I'm just gonna saying. I'm just saying, you know, there's like the, 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 it's literally the top like, 2% of UFC makes way more than the entire like 95% of the sport. All right, we've got a PGA golfer versus an MLB DH. Golfer. Very similar positions, hmm. really. Golfer. Golfer makes more money. If we're talking about money, golfer makes more money. I'm just, we're talking about overall. I just kept hearing UFC. I don't know. I'm, I'm going MLB I'm, DH. I'm going DH. Because you're, you're, you're still on the team. You're still in the club. Yeah. You're, tor- you're torn around. You're just hitting dingers. Just having a good time on the goddamn bench. As a designated hitter in the MLB, your only responsibility is you have two responsibilities. I'm sorry. One, go up there and pimp an absolute ding dong off whoever's on the mound. Two, chill in the dugout with the boys, chill in the locker room with the boys. That's all you gotta do. You're not only, a, des- you're not only a designated hitter, you're a designated bro. Mm. They, okay, then who's a designated hitter for the Pittsburgh Pirates? They're in the National League. I don't know. They only have a designated hitter every yeah, so really Well, have they had years. one this year, but it probably changed around. I'm not, yeah, well, what are you saying? Well, okay, okay, okay so what about being just a uh, shitty golfer? But you're in the pros. Okay, you that's can't pretty much know. If you're bringing the Pirates to the conversation, you have to... Probably Colin Moran, I'd say. Colin Moran probably Yeah, I'm just saying, if you're going to bring the Pirates as a conversation, you have to compare it to a very, very, very shitty golfer. Not at all. I'm telling you, listen, when it comes to golfer, like it is an individual sport. You're you're only as good as you can make yourself. And if that doesn't drive you, listen, you are playing on the beaches of the most beautiful scenery in the world. Like golfing is the most beautiful sport you can ever go. You don't have to walk. You're getting carted around. You have to carry your own club. Somebody's carrying your clubs around for you. You're getting paid Literally a million dollars of major tournament. You're getting paid money. You hear Brooks Kepka, the one of the best golfers in the world. He literally said, "Majors are my practice." He says he doesn't even play. He just comes up, swings a club. You have, you're on yourself. You don't have to. You don't have to meet with the team every single day. You have to watch film and all. You are literally solely as good as you want to be. You can booze as much as you want. Look at look at John. I think Daly, you have a lot bro. more responsibilities as a pro golfer. Considering you literally said it, you're working your ass off to be the very best. Hitters, you're just hand, you're just oh, yeah, because it just comes natural. You're just going to be beat. You're just, you're just saying, oh, MLB, hire me because I'm, I can hit the ball. No. Well, you have to work, work your like way that. up. But well, I'm saying, so as that, is, you're just already in that position. We're not talking about your, from your childhood on. We're saying so, if you're in that position. Okay. The, the, the problem with DH is a lot of times you're, you're not working towards I want to be a DH someday. DHs are uh, like I would prefer first baseman that. But I'm just saying you're already that position. We're not talking about your okay. past or present. Right. We're literally so saying just you're probably you're, so if you're a designated hitter, you're the man that didn't make it. Is what you're saying? Well, no, I'm just saying you're, 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 you're a guy ball. who can hit dingers. But DHs have a leg for me over golfers because batters sometimes don't even have to swing the bat. 
you always have to swing the golf club. Yeah, you can get on base just by you walking. Can walk. like, if I was, you can get a walk. You can stand up there, literally do nothing, and succeed. As a golfer, if you did that, you'd be there'd be like, here's why is that dumb? Are you DH? Oh, you're DH. I'm DH, so why we... Dude, what? what? Here's, no, he's you're saying, DH? I, yeah. Oh, you were? Yes. Bro, I want to... Can I defend the PGA golfer? You're as far as you make... Their salary is solely based by the league on how much you get paid for that position. If you're a PGA golfer, you get paid as marketable as you are. So you're getting paid off of competition alone. But advertisement-wise, you can make up with 100 mil a year just for... Doing shit. I don't know. For as a golfer though, I feel like it's so much easier to fall into irrelevancy. Because look for look at Jordan Spieth, for instance. When we were in high school, Jordan Spieth was on top of the PGA. I haven't heard a damn yeah. word about him for three years. Tiger Woods has a lot of down years. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger Woods did something though to warrant. Well, yeah, he's a little Tiger Woods is probably we, we, the, one of the best golfers of all time. Let's oh, yeah. Probably the best golfer. But as an MLB he, had, he didn't know. No, it's a, yeah, the conversation's over, so all right, that takes us to the semifinals, where we have NFL quarterback versus a soccer striker. I'm Jeez. going QB. Quarterback. <laughs> Quarterback's a heavy favorite here. Yeah, true. We should just name this a court who wants to be a quarterback bracket <laughs> at this point. Jesus Christ. He's but 75 cents. Give me a quarterback. I would say, the, I would say again, the striker, I mean, as much pressure as you think they're – okay, quarterback is all the glory, but they put in all the work. A striker, you get all the glory – but you don't put as much work. It's more of a team sport. You don't have as much pressure on you at all. You have to think about a life of an NFL quarterback. Say you're Trevor Lawrence. Like you are literally like you're every single person around you wants you to either live or die. And more people want you to die. Literally, I guarantee you he gets hate mail. He's 19 years old slinging the NFL quarterback. But still, once you get there, you're getting hate mail. For the rest of your life. So soccer players don't get any hate mail at all? Then an NFL quarterback? There's no redneck stupid-ass hick. But there's no soccer fans are way crazier than NFL fans. I think it's because there are no soccer fans. I'm just saying, Europe, they're insane. Jake put me on how insane soccer fans will go. Yeah, probably the craziest, probably crazier than any sport on the planet. Crazier than Bill's Mafia? Definitely. Yeah. I'm getting NFL quarterback. I'm looking. Okay, I, I, just, I, I, would, I would rather just play. I'd rather be a quarterback but than play soccer. The whole time you're set. The whole time we're arguing, you're not going to be the best one. So you're going to be in the league for three fucking years, make ten million dollars, and then so you're going to be the man your whole life. Listen to this. This is what an NFL quarterback is. You're you're the fucking man your whole life, winning everything, getting drafted. You're the man. You're. We're talking about being average. This is all your whole argument has been the whole time. You're just an average player. So then for an average quarterback, you're making no fucking money. You're getting shit on by all your fans, probably getting booed out of the stadium, and you have to force to retire. That's exactly what an average quarterback is, and that's what we've been arguing about this I, whole time. I would say that there are some average quarterbacks in the league that are some of the most well-paid quarterbacks in the league. Ben Roethlisberger has been, I mean, averagely good this year, and he's one of the highest paid. Kirk Cousins is 1-5 this year. He's that's one rare. of the highest paid in the Kirk, league. I'd say Kirk Cousins is the most rare situation. Mm-hmm. Where Okay, for me, if you're going to make it anywhere in the world – and this goes for any country. I'm sure they would agree with me. If you're going to make it anywhere, you want to live in Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. You want to be a star in America. You want to live the American dream, the so-called American dream. You can do that as an NFL quarterback. You sit down in a diner, uh, say, for instance, in Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger goes to a diner for a cup of coffee. The server sees Ben Roethlisberger, and they're saying, oh, oh, no, no, no. The coffee's free of charge. Don't worry about it. You're a soccer, <laughs> you're a soccer player. Uh, what's, the dude, uh, what's the young guy's name? Christian Pulisic. Pulisic. He goes to he goes to some place in Germany. He sits at a diner for a cup of coffee. 
He sits down. The chick can barely understand a damn word he's saying. <laughs> a damn word he's saying. He's sitting there. No, a cup of coffee. <laughs> he's like, do I at least get it for free? Well, who are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure soccer players get all the love in Europe, but I'd rather live in America full time. I'd rather, mm-hmm. my, I'd rather have my, my, uh, my fame in America rather if, than Europe. If soccer, okay, I'll say this. If soccer was as popular in America as it was in Europe, I would totally go soccer striker here. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah. I have to go into football quarter just because you're like the poster boy. You were, and football's a team sport, so I hate to say it like that, but you were literally like the guy of the team. You're the team. You're like the you're the captain of the squad. You know what yeah. I mean? You're the locker yeah. room. You're the to- you're the team. That's, if that's you're a casual fan, sure. you know the quarterback, and that's probably it. If you're a casual fan of a soccer I was in team, a, I, I was in England one time, and they didn't even know what football was. They thought it was soccer. They definitely know what soccer is. Mm-hmm. Oh well, we'll move a quarterback on. Our second semifinal matchup, we've got an MLB pitcher versus an MLB DH, two baseball matchups. Good thing we won't be split on this, because i got to fucking leave while you three debate this. I'm going to be pissed off. (laughs) This is the debate of, really, since 1973 when the DH came in. uh, Well, or just in Little League, do you want to hit or do you want to pitch? I want to hit. You want to hit? I want to hit. I feel like pitchers are way... Okay. Oh, okay. 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 As a little kid, okay. As a little kid, yes, I would much rather be on the mound. It's sick being the guy on the hill. It's like as your, coach, your coach picks you. It's like, oh, that's sick. As everyone bats in, in well, Little League, as whether a kid. you're on the field or not, whether I, you're riding pine or not, you're well, batting. MLB, you're obviously making way more money as a pitcher than a DH. So, like, well, I can MLB DH. Literally, like your only response, you're literally only three responsibilities as a hitter. I already said your only two responsibilities as a DH were to hit nukes and to bro out in the dugout. But literally, the only three things your coach is looking for as a designated hitter is home runs, deep flyouts, and strikeouts. Those are literally all a DH has to do. And you come back to the bench, you do one of those three things, you get a pat on the ass, and you sit down. Obviously, it sucks to strike out, but literally, you are swinging for the fences every single time. And when you do finally make a good, when you connect and you pop an absolute 450 yard bomb into the Allegheny River, whereas if you strike a guy out, it's like sick, next, next batter. All but right. if you hit a nuke, Maybe in 2001. You bat a bat flip? Literally launch your bat? No, disrespect the hell out of the guy on the mound? You can't do that as a pitcher. Well, you maybe, can't tell a guy to sit the F down, though. Maybe right, sorry, 20 years ago, DHs could only were three true outcome guys. But now, everyone is expected to hit like a real hitter. You can't so, just... Situationally, yes. You can't just strike out willy-nilly. You are expected to produce for the team on offense. And striking out is not producing. If you if you strike out, you're not getting an ass tap. You're getting a all right. Go to the fucking film room, dude. That was awful. You're whiffing it shit in the dirt. I'm but saying, I'm saying, as a pitcher, if you miss your spot, just throw the fucking next one correctly this time, dumbass. I'm, uh, I'm going to get I'm three gonna pitcher, strikes. I'm going to pitcher because one, you make way more money, and two, as a DH, yeah. I feel like I'm a. I don't want to say unfulfilled because like obviously you contribute to the team, but like I feel like a pitcher like. You're just helping out so much more. DH, what, about, what, like three or four times a game? A DH is a half a position. I think we're moving pitcher on. NFL quarterback and MLB pitcher is a championship. I'd rather be a pitcher. I would definitely rather be an NFL quarterback. I'd rather be a quarterback. You can only throw I mean, a football it's, it's just, one It's just, just, <laughs> just cooler the two options. It is, it I, is. Wish we would have, I wish it would have been DH because I had a great argument for DH against QB. If you can Believe throw... It. A bomb ass twelve six curve. That's way cooler than a tight spiral, if you ask me. An eighty yard a, bomb. For a touchdown's cooler than a strikeout. Regardless, NFL quarterback is the best sports position to play via the bracket, boys. 
All right, everybody. Thank Controversially. You. Controversially. <laughs> thank you all for listening. I would say if you all listen to the episodes posted thus far, that might have been the most off-the-rails, passionate, competitive one we've had yet. But that's not a bad thing at all. You got to switch it up sometimes, eh, boys? Thank you all for listening to Bracket Boys, Josh Nist, Nick Dadowski, Kyle Scott, Jake Taylor. See you next week.